0: Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. We hope you enjoy listening to the podcast. And if you want to find out more about us, you can go online at Tahlequahumc.org. Thank you and have a blessed day. And all of us gathered here on this day said, Amen. Our scripture lesson for today comes from the book of Psalm, chapter four, Psalm 43, verses 1 through 5. Listen to these words Establish justice for me, God. Argue my case against ungodly people. Rescue me from dishonest and unjust, because you are my God, my protective fortress. Why have you rejected me? Why do I have to walk around sad, oppressed by my enemies? Send your light and truth, those who will guide me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to your dwelling place. Let me come to God's altar. Let me come to God, my joy, my delight. Then I will give you thanks with thee with a liar, God, my God. Why, I ask myself, are you so depressed? Why are you so upset? Hope in God. Because I will again give him thanks, my saving presence, and my God. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. So over the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about what it means to have a thanks living life. You know how fun it is to put that in your computer and it wants to correct it to thanksgiving? Every stinking time I put it in a text message or on the website or anywhere else I put it, it wants to correct it and and call it thanksgiving. But, you know, thanksgiving, I feel, is almost one-sided. Thanks living is that we encompass not only what God has given us, but we encompass A life of gratitude. And we live that out. Whether we have something to give or whether we don't. We're one of those people that that, that are excited even with the smallest thing. And so this is our stewardship season. This is the month where we uh, ask you prayerfully for a month to to pray about what your commitment will be for 2018. And I'm really honest and earnest about that. I want you to pray about that. I want you to enter an attitude of prayer and and, and, and come... uh, The Sunday where we give thanks for the gifts that you're committing to us. I um, want you to prayerfully think about that, and think about how you want to give. And um, one of the things that we put together is that several people came together and put together this um, stewardship devotional guide that we would love for you to, to journey through together. Um, this is actually on our website. You can download it. You can put it on your Kindle. You can um, you can print it if you want to. We actually have about forty copies in there in the back for those uh, who are not technologically uh, interested. Um, and you can print the, or you can take one of those in the back. If we run out of those, come to the office on Monday and we'll hook you up. But this will also be on our website where we'll publish every day where you'll be able to read each one every day. And as your prayer practice, um, we'd encourage you to, to take this up and, and see where God may be leading you. This is a really cool tool uh, to have if you're looking for a devotional. And I want to thank those that uh, participated in writing from that. And you know who you are. Thanks Living Life has many prongs. And, and this first prong I want to talk about kind of comes out of the scripture reading today, but it's not towards like the... It's kind of towards the end. And, and as I was thinking about this uh, sermon and thinking about this week, and, and this was bedlam, and boy, was it bedlam. There were those that, that are now so depressed, and there are those that are so happy. But there is hope. They could play again in the championship game. Maybe. Who knows? Really, who cares? I'm an Arkansas fan. We barely beat a 1-7 team. I hope in the Lord more than I do the Hogs. But as we listen to today's psalm today, we we notice that that the psalmist, he wasn't really happy. It wasn't a happy-go-lucky, make-you-feel-good psalm. He was kind of being introspective, thinking about himself and, and, and not really in the right heart. But then he asked himself, why am I so depressed? Why are you so upset inside? And he remembered the key to hope in God. And that was just enough, enough glimmer of light, a glimmer of hope that turned him around. Hope in God, because I will give him thanks, my saving presence, my God. And I think far too often we forget, it just takes that little bit to get us out of that rut. Sometimes I think that we look for that, that, that magic tool to get us out of our rut when, when, in all honesty, it was staring at us right in the face the whole time. And we forget how, how easy it is. A simple embrace, a simple hug, a simple pat on the back can get us out of that rut. Can give us hope in the midst of sorrow and distress. He was in the spiritual desert, and he reminded himself that all he really needs is hope in the Lord. So do you hope in the Lord? In times of struggle and distress, it's easy to go to God. But but do you do that when things are going well? Do you give thanks to God when things are going really well? And you know what those moments look like. Those days when you can get out of bed without groaning and moaning. Those days that that everything seems to work as according to your plans. Those days that, that are, those days we celebrate that make us feel good. Do you give thanks to God then? Or do you just wait until those times when you need God in your life? And you ask God to come when God was already there. But during these trials, these moments of doubt, we come across these personal droughts. And you know what those look like. We've all been there. We've all wondered. We've all felt lost. We've All, all we needed was a light, a glimmer of hope, something to give us that encouragement to continue on. And that's God right there beside you saying, it's all right. All these things can help us find that one piece of light that can break the darkness that has overcome us. And you know what those things are. Maybe it's a simple hug or a a note from a friend or a phone call of someone saying, hey, how's it going? Let's go to lunch. Someone saying, hey, can I pray for you? One of the things I appreciate about my doctor is that every time I visit him, he offers to pray for me. And he does that because he knows my job is stressful. He knows that my job as a United Methodist pastor isn't the easiest thing in the world. And, and he says, you know, um, you're doing good health-wise, but let me pray for you. The first time he did it, I have to admit, I was a little bit beside myself. I'd never had a doctor pray for me. Usually they're all about giving me the bill. Or telling me, take this pill, and it will make me feel better, or do this. And, and, I have a, and the first time he did it, I was a little bit... A little bit nervous. Because you know how it is when someone you don't know is offering you uh, spiritual advice. You're a little bit nervous about what the judgment's going to be. Because let's face it, we've all had that one person that has passed judgment on us because, well, that's what some people do. But I know that every time I visit him, he's, he's going to make me feel better even if I don't feel better. Because it's always nice to have someone praying for you. And I know a lot of people pray for me, but but very rarely do I have someone just stop and pray with me. And he does. He's the little light in the darkness of of life that can be there. Uh, This week when I was reading through things, I I came across this story from Sam Rodriguez in his book, Be the Light. It, it, It starts like this. In 1954, a Navy pilot set out on a night training mission from a carrier off the coast of Japan. While he was taking off in stormy weather, his directional finder malfunctioned, and he mistakenly headed in the wrong direction. To make matters worse, his instrument panel suddenly short-circuited, burning out all the lights in the cockpit. The pilot frantically looked around and couldn't see absolutely nothing. Blackness outside the plane and suddenly came inside. Nearing despair, he looked down and thought he saw a faint blue-green glowing trailing light along the ocean's dark depth floor. His training had prepared him for this moment, and he knew in an instant that he was seeing a cloud of phosphorescent algae glowing in the sea that had been stirred up by engines of his ship's. It was the least reliable and most desperate method of piloting a plane back into the ship safely. But the pilot, future Apollo 13 astronaut Jim Lovell, knew that he was precisely what he needed to do. So he did it. He followed the light and found the ship and landed safely. Now we know that that's not the safest way to do it, but just that little light gave him The ability to live. Just that little light was able to help him land safely and then to do great things as an astronaut. Just that little light changed and shaped his life. Church, we can be the light for those who are lost. We can be the light for those who are searching. We can be the light for those who are even here in the pews with us. And we can do that really simple. It's in those membership vows that that, that we recite oh so often. We can do it by our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness. And you know, you don't have to be grandioso about it. You can do just a little bit. And that can change someone's life. And some of it you will never know. And that's okay. Okay. And so for the next four weeks, one of the things I've asked uh, to do is I've asked um, some people to, to come and meet with me and, and to answer one question. What does a thanks living life mean for you? And, and so this week, I've asked Barbie to, uh, to do that for me. And um, I'm going to ask Nick to, to roll down the, um, the screen. And we're going to watch this little video. Barbie, was about a minute and a half of Barbie sharing what a thanks living life is for her. And I want you to hear this from her because... You were a little light for her in the midst of a storm that she was dealing with. And so as we wait for the thing to come down and as the projector starts, I want you to know this. You are the light. Even if it's a little teeny tiny light, that can make a difference in somebody's world. And so I want you to realize that as you listen to Barbie's video. So let's play Barbie's video, Nick.
1: Hey there, how are you doing today? Um, Pastor Matt asked me to think about what living a thanks living life means to me. And it's being thankful for every little thing, not just um, your job or your uh, house or your home that you live in. It's also being thankful for all my friends and my family and especially my church family. The, the cards and the prayers and the letters that you sent to me while I was in the hospital had overwhelmed me with love. I knew you were there with me. I knew I was in your thoughts and prayers and that means so much to me. Um, my family, uh, Roger hardly ever left my side. I'm so thankful to have the family that I have, my mom, I love you mom, my daughter and um, my sister, they were there, and the friends that I have, they're so special because it was just, you become more aware of what they mean to you in your life. Um, You're thankful for just everything, more so now than I ever have been.
0: Barbie was thankful because of you. And if all you did was send a card, that made a difference. If all you did was was make a phone call, that that made a difference in her healing. That that gave her hope. Church, we can be that in every step and every breath that we take. We can be the church that provides hope for those who are hopeless. This is All Saints Sunday. I know we've said that many times. This is the Sunday that we remember those who've gone before us, those lights before us. And they're saints not because they did something huge or awesome. They're saints because they shared the light for us to have hope in a future. And so this week, I want to encourage you to strive to be the light, to live a life of thanks, living, that is willing to be open and present for people that may cross your path. And you're thankful because God loves and cares for you. And that's enough for the journey. Let us pray. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening, and we hope that you come and join us some Sunday. And you can find
1: out more about us at TahlequahUMC.org. Thank you, and have a blessed day.